welcome to episode 17 of Radio Dania. You know her as a finalist from NBC's The Voice 2014 on Team Gwen. Ladies and gents, please welcome the Brianna Salas Band. Welcome back to Radio Dania, episode number 17 with Brianna Salas. Hi! Okay, so Woo! I got it right. <laughs> we have Brianna Salas and her band here. And Brianna was in the 2014 season of The Voice, Team Gwen, yes. which was my favorite team. Same. Obviously, duh. <laughs> right? And we have her fabulous band here. We have Nick. How's it going? We have Cameron. Hi. <laughs> I, it's funny, I stumble on Cameron. <laughs> you would think you would have a right. We have Carmen. Hello. And we have Electra, also known as Doug. <laughs> Electra is an enigma. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're not going to make this all about him, even okay, though he no. wants it to be about him. <laughs> Brianna. Okay, I'm so glad to finally meet you. Oh, thank you. It's so nice to meet you as well. Yes. So we're here at Ribfest yeah. 2015, and um, you guys are going to be headlining the main stage tonight, right? Yes. I'm so Yay. excited. How did you get mixed up with these guys? Well, after we got off the show... I don't mean that to sound like a negative You have a band now. Yeah, it's crazy. I never thought... Because, you know, I'm so used to singing to karaoke tracks. And the first time I ever sang with a band um, was pretty much on The Voice. Because, you know, they have the live band and everything. Um, so when I got off the show, that's when we, you know, linked up with Mike and Tammy at the Rhythm Studio. And they were like, you need a band. And they just, you know put together a band and it was just like really quick and we just met and on the first day we just started playing music and jamming out and it was great and now we're headlining Moonfest so it's really awesome. That's awesome. And you um, you guys mesh pretty well. You actually get along with Doug? <laughs> so <laughs> Well we do know how Cameron and Nick feel about Doug but we'll keep that between us. That's okay because you know what we we all see eye to eye on these right. things. And Okay. You know what? Doug needs love too, so... <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> no, yes, I do. <laughs> and how did you meet beautiful Carmen? Well, we were talking one day uh, after rehearsal. I was talking to Tammy, and she was just like, you know, these songs need a little extra something. And I was like, yeah, of course. You know, it'd be great if we had another singer or something, you know, to back me up and help me out with harmonies and just to add a fuller sound to the song. And she was like, you know what? I know someone. And I was like, all right, you know, just bring her in. And she told me, you know, if it doesn't work, you know, just let me know. But as soon as Carmen came in, she just hit those harmonies. You know, we got together and we just clicked. It was great. We got along really well. And our voices, like, mesh and blend really great. And, you know, she's very, like, easy to work with, which is really awesome. I mean, she just takes direction very well, you know, when we have uh, someone working with us on harmonies, you know, it's just nice to have someone there who like really gets it and understands like, you know, the whole blending situation, the harmonies and working that out because it can be really difficult sometimes, especially with a band being so loud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these guys rock out yeah. real loud. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, if you need to tell the guitarist to turn down, it's okay. Because all <laughs> the guitarists turn down. <laughs> Usually that's how it works. You need to, the guitarist likes to turn up a little bit. Yeah, well, I think that, that's supposed to be what's the loudest, right? But then the guitarist yeah. says that the drummer, you're playing a little too fast, or you need to speed it up a little bit. Or, <laughs> No, this, Gotta love band dynamics. 
But you know what? I was I was talking with Carmen a little bit earlier, and you're totally right. She's so easy to talk to. And oh yeah. We have established that we both like oranges and the new black. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I've never seen it. And gotta get on it. It man. is. It's, <laughs> it's so weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's a little dirty. You know, <laughs> yeah, crazy eyes. Crazy. Uh, I've right? seen her. I know who she is. Everyone knows. Yeah, I, was like, I don't even know what that show is, but I know who she I've seen the memes. Yes, you've seen the memes, then you know it. So, um, what was it like to be on national TV? Goodness gracious, how old are you? I'm 17. You're 17, and yes. you've already been on national TV prime time. Yeah, it's crazy. It's still unbelievable to me because we have it, like we, you know, we have it recorded on our TV. Yeah. You know, sometimes my family goes back and we're just like, oh my gosh, that's so weird, you know, because that was me. It was, you know, you never right. expect that to happen, you know, never in a million years did I ever think that, especially at, you know, 17 and being in high school, I never thought that it would happen in high school. So it was such an incredible experience and it was amazing and it was just, just the craziest thing to see yourself up there, especially, and I get kind of weirded out watching myself. Oh, like, yeah. I, like I, I always run out of the room, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get <laughs> but it. That's how it was, but it, it was incredible, you know, just the best experience ever. Now, did you audition? Were you asked to audition? How did that start? Um, well, we were stationed in Texas because my dad's military, so we were living in San Antonio at the time, and they had found one of my YouTube videos, and I was kind of shocked because the few YouTube videos that I had at the time were not very high quality or good. <laughs> so when they said that um, they had saw my YouTube videos and they come audition, they had invited me to audition, I was just kind of like, how did you even find me, you know, because I didn't have that many views or anything. But they did somehow, and so I got to audition in Houston. It was a, like a private call, and it was lovely because I didn't have to go through the open call, which is like thousands and thousands yeah, of people. Yeah, right. Um, which was the private call was still a long wait, and it was still very difficult. But it was definitely better than going to an open call. I would have been terrified at the open call, like even more terrified. Mm -hmm. So it was just it was crazy. So it was a lot. You you pretty much had. I mean, they found you, mm -hmm. and they're like. We like you, we want you to audition, <laughs> screen test, and yeah, we're just going to show you so, on in here. We're bringing so you on board. So fast and so weird. I, I really just was when not When they first called you, what were you like, okay, shut up, click. <laughs> we were just like, well, actually, we were like, well, how did you get our number, number one? It was like, we had no idea how they got our number. Because right. they just called, and my dad was like, someone from The Voice just called, and they want you to audition. And I was like, dad, this is like... Not funny. Like, <laughs> not a good joke. And then it's like, no, I'm serious. So it is really. It really is. It was weird. It was crazy, but it was real. <laughs> so it was. It was awesome. Crazy. Yeah. So you you did the audition. You obviously got asked to come back for the show. Yes, ma'am. What was the next step after you were told, you know, we're bringing you on? Um, then it was the blind auditions. So okay. uh, they, you know, like we had to choose our songs and everything and... You got to choose your, song, your yes. songs? Yes. Mm -hmm. So we had to go through that and pick something that was, you know, I guess more of like our style, what we wanted to do. And for me it was more of like, you know what, this might be my last chance to, you know, sing in front of four celebrities. Sure. So I'm just going to do a song that is fun, I know people will have fun with and recognize, and something that just kind of shows what kind of artist I want to be. Which is why I went with Problem. And as I was singing on the stage, I was like, oh my gosh, why did I go with this song? This is so hard to sing when you're super nervous to sing. And, and Problem is uh, a big hit by Ariana Grande. Oh yeah, right? oh okay. yeah. And she is one of my biggest like musical inspirations. Saw her concert and everything. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do this song. And in rehearsals, you know, I was like, hey, this sounds okay. You know, and then I got on stage and 
cotton mouth and everything was coming into effect. Oh and I was gosh, like, oh my gosh, this is insane. Lights <laughs> and celebrities. Was, yeah. And wow. It was crazy. Especially because like when I first came out, my heart started beating because you just saw like Adam Levine's arm just hanging on his chair. Right. I was like, oh my gosh. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> was this the first time you, you, so you didn't meet him beforehand? Oh no, you know, you, know, oh, you don't oh meet them. No. Yeah. <laughs> so you walk on stage and you see his arm. Yep, just his that's arm. it. Yep, and that's it. And then just names on a chair, Adam Gwen, Blake Farrell, and it's just like, oh god, this is scary. It wouldn't have been as scary if I didn't see his arm, but I saw his arm, and I was like, oh my gosh, he's real. So his arm. He's not <laughs> pretending. No, it's not real. It's not a cyborg. He's a real person. I'm a real boy. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So what happened next? You. I mean, this is this is the first time you're on stage. Yes. You've never met any of these people, oh, no. and you see the backs of the chairs. You see yep. Adam's arm. Mm -hmm. You realize he's a human. Yes. And then, <laughs> and then I start singing. The music starts playing. And I start singing. And and is it a lot of like all out of body experience at this point? It's insane. A lot of people, you know, say that they blacked out during it because right. It's, I blacked out for a long time, it feels like, because I couldn't remember what happened during my audition until I watched it on TV. And it's funny because they don't have, you know, the sound effect is, they add a sound effect to when they push their button. So when they push their button, if you're not looking at them, you really don't know because it's not like a whoosh, you know, right, it's just right. like you don't hear anything. Mm -hmm. So I'm like facing the other direction, like opposite of Adam, because he was the first one to turn. So I'm singing to the crowd, and then I turn back around, and I saw his light, and it said like the I want you, and then I almost started crying on stage. And they, for, they told us, like, don't cry on stage. Whatever you do, don't cry. And I was like, why would you cry on stage like while you're singing? But as soon as I saw him, my tears, I felt them starting to come into my eyes. And I was like, keep singing. So I just kept singing. And then before I knew it, Blake and Gwen had turned. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And I just like to this. I know. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> like, we all it. <laughs> <laughs> OK, let's take a five minute. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So three. Three out of four turn? Yes. Goodness gracious. Okay, okay, so they, they uh, three out of four turn, then what happened? Um, then they talked for a long time. See, it looks like it looks like it's about like three minutes on, you know, TV, but they talk probably for about half an hour. Really? Yeah, it's just like a lot of talking, and you're, you're not really registering. <laughs> you're like, just get to it, just get to it. I know, I'm just like, I can't even, yeah, I don't even care what you're saying. And at this point, it's like okay that they kept talking because it's like oh my gosh someone turned around. Right. That is during battles and they keep talking and then they have to choose and you're just like just pick somebody right, you know. Right. So <laughs> that's when that gets scary. But it was insane because you know they're here talking like this is why I want you and this is what I can do for you and this is how I can help you and you're just like man why can't I pick all of you this is crazy you know. So how did you pick? Um, it was really difficult. Oh you think? Oh yeah. Because I I don't know I, I mean, wanted you have well you have Gwen who is mm -hmm. she's she's a legendary icon in pop music mm -hmm. um, and I mean if you really want to go back and I mean she she was in you know the early days of ska and punk yeah. she's mm -hmm. she's the bee's knees <laughs> and then you have you have Blake Shelton yeah he he turned right yes okay Blake and then you have Adam Levine who we we now know is a human being. Yes. So how in the world do you choose? <laughs> it was really just a gut feeling, you know, because I gotta say Adam Levine, his argument, you know, to for me to choose him was very convincing. And I was like, I think I might go with Adam Levine. And then the one thing that they told us before we go on stage is, you know, if you do get chairs, just go with your gut, go with your instinct. So it's like 
I just, in the moment, I was just like, you know what, someone's name is going to come out, and whoever's name comes out of my mouth, that's who I was meant to be with. And it was Gwen. And I was just like, what? You know, and I was very happy, I'm very happy with my decision. I think I made the best decision, you know. Um, I go back and I'm like, what if I picked Adam, and what if I picked Blake, you know, but I think Gwen was my best decision, and we worked well together, and it was, it was difficult in the moment, but I really think that, you know, my instinct was to go with Gwen. So after you chose Gwen, what what happened after that first night? Uh, well, you go to the hotel. <laughs> you get to sleep. And Did you sleep? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was gonna say. You're like anxiously waiting to see who else arrives because you know whoever arrives, that means like you know like they got in and it's just like you're just waiting like who made it? Who made it? You know. So it's all really exciting and crazy and I think the coolest thing though is I'm the best thing about picking Gwen. One of the best things she had her own T-shirts. None of the other coaches had t-shirts, so when, when I yeah. came off the stage, she was like, hey, look, it's your Team Gwen t-shirt, and so I'm waving it, and actually what happened is I was waving it, and backstage there were step, like stairs, and I face-planted because <laughs> I was so excited. I have a scar to prove it. Oh my gosh! Yep, it was the best fall of my life, though, because I couldn't even feel it. <laughs> the best fall of my life. And yep. stand up, and everybody's yeah. happy. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I did it. Oh great. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so you chose Gwen. How hard was it to work with Gwen? I mean, was it hard? Was it easy? Was it natural? It was. Did you butt heads? On yeah, no, artistic. It was great because the thing with Gwen is she was. It was her first season, and she. When you meet her, she's the most down-to-earth, humble person. You know, it's like talking to someone years it's, it's great and so when she had her first rehearsal with us you could tell even she was nervous you know so it like took some of my nerves away because it was like you know you could tell she was just nervous you know because it was her first time doing it and first time coaching and her advisor was her husband Gavin Rossdale so it was like awesome because that made her more comfortable so then it was just like really you know it's awkward for like five seconds um, because you know you're just like hey you know, with your battle partner and everything, but she just made us feel really comfortable, and it was just a good time. You know, we had a good time. It wasn't scary. It wasn't awkward. It wasn't nerve-wracking or anything. Do you it feel just, like you improved? Oh, totally, totally. I think she really helped me find who I am as an artist, like what kind of music I want to do. And the thing with Gwen that separates her from everybody else um, is she's really big on stage performing. Um, which is why for the song that we had for our battle, Boom Clap, she was like, so this obviously isn't a very vocal song. This is all about performance, you know, because we obviously know that you two can sing. Now we want to see who can perform, you know, and like who's more natural on stage. And you don't see a lot of the other coaches really taking into like, effect, you know, the whole performing on stage, getting the crowd going. And Gwen's very, I mean, if you watch her, you know, she's ridiculously natural on stage and she really gets her crowd going. And so she really helped me get my stage confidence up there, and it was, I mean, I just learned so much from her. She's an amazing artist. She really is. During battle rounds, um, did you butt heads or have any difficulties, or did anybody, I mean, was, were there some really tense um, moments with people? Because, I mean, it, it may not be anything that may be indicative of your personality mm -hmm. or their personality, but it's a very tense oh, moment. Oh, yeah. There's a lot on the line. Oh, yeah. So what, what are the dynamics there? Well, the thing with battles is it's hard because like I got really close to my battle partner you know you think that you would kind of hate each other and just like be like oh I want you out you know I want to win 
but it's more of like a, I want to help you so that maybe you can get a steal or I can get a steal. And so it's more of like, let's make each other have the best performance ever to where they can't get rid of both of us so that we're both staying on the show and we have a really killer performance. But even with that mindset, it gets really stressful. I mean, you know, there's times where um, I was getting nervous because I thought my partner, you know, had, the, you know, the better parts in the song and she was doing these amazing things with her voice that I couldn't do. But then you have to remember there's things that, you know, there's strengths that I have that work for me and then she has her strengths, you know, so it balances each other out, you know, I'm not going to sing like her, she's not going to sing like me. Especially when you're singing the exact same song at the exact same time and then it's literally just who sings it better, right? you know. So it, it really gets very nerve-wracking, you know, just especially when it's someone that you're close with because it's right. like, well, I don't want this to come between our friendship, sure. but I really want to win at the same time. And, we're, you know, we're still very close, me and my battle partner, we were talking about, you know, getting together even this fall in LA and everything. And um, it was just all good vibes. You know, we made each other feel good. We helped each other out. All we did was work, you know, together. And good. we just had a good time. You need that support. Mm -hmm. And we had a good time. That's all that matters, you know, and it was great. Is she working now? Is she getting anything? Yeah, she she's in New York now, and she's I think she's recording her EP. Uh, she's doing music videos now. You know, she's doing great. The Voice is just such a wonderful opportunity for anyone that's on there. So, do you feel like you were able to kind of skip a step? Um, I don't I don't know if I would say I, I think I got more experience at my age than um, a lot. Of, at my age have had Absolutely. doing the show. And I think that, exactly, I think that's an amazing opportunity. It's really helped me grow. And, right, how did um, you say no to that? I know, it's, it's hard. <laughs> I, I'm so, you know, there's a lot of people who are scared to go out to the show because it's like, well, I don't know if the voice is my thing, you know? I don't think I'm not really a reality show kind of person. I mean, it's not about reality show, you know? No. That, that show you, I mean, just going out and auditioning. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even put that in a reality it's, yeah, it's definitely a competition. Right, exactly. I guess people get kind of scared of the competition vibes and everything, and it does get scary, like I said. But I mean, to me, the show is all about growing. I mean, even just auditioning, um, the people that you'll find at the blind auditions, the ones who make it to the blind auditions, every single one of them is talented. You know, it's not like American Idol where it's kind of like I'm gonna put through, you know, on auditions bad acts, you know, so that we get good ratings and everything for funny views and everything. But I mean, the voice. Everyone is truly amazing. Like even yeah. the singers who don't get chairs turned sure. are phenomenal singers. Right. So I think it's an incredible experience. Yeah. So um, you rapped, and then what? What was that? You rapped after after the show was over. You're done. Yes. What what now? <laughs> no, no, I'm like I'm like because I was like just like playing some pizza drums five minutes ago. <laughs> We're going freestyle. We've <laughs> <laughs> gone freestyle. Tell us about that journey. <laughs> what happened after the show was over? Well, after the show was over, um, I actually I stayed in LA for a few weeks um, because I wanted to. I, I act as well. So where did you stay? Did you stay in a hotel the whole time? Yeah, we did stay in a hotel the whole time, and we switched hotels because like bloggers would find us. So like, there's like crazy bloggers out there who would like specifically search for us and find our hotels, you know, and like kind of just like watch us and do vlogs. Yeah, it's really creepy. <laughs> they warned us about that. So <laughs> we would switch hotels a lot <laughs> because a lot of people would find us. Um, 
but they always put us in very nice hotels and they paid for everything. You know, it was just, it was great. Yeah. It was like a really good experience set Yeah. I probably won't ever get again, so. <laughs> you never know. But So you stayed there for a few weeks and then. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we came home. When, and, now, what, what's the timeline? When you came home, what month was that? I came home in December. Okay. So, so, so right before Christmas? Right before Christmas. Okay. So thank God I did not have to come home and go straight. You know what? Actually, I did have to come home and go straight to school. I told him, you know why? Because when I got eliminated, I was um, still going to school. So I came back and I went to school. But they fly us out for the finale show. Gotcha. So after I got eliminated, um, I came back in November. Okay. And I did have to go to school. <laughs> it was dreadful. Um, my although my school was so supportive, they made a giant um, hashtag Team Bree sign, and it was huge. And it was like uh, we're rooting for you, and it was so lovely. And everyone, um, so many people signed like little messages and put them on hearts, and they put them all over the school cafeteria walls, and it was incredible. And as soon as I saw it, I started bawling oh my, my eyes out. Yeah. <laughs> And it was to just, receive that kind of support yeah, from you know, your peers. Yeah, exactly. Especially being a new kid this year. I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you would expect that from someone who goes to school for four years, sure. you know, or has lived in the community for a long time. Right. Like I, I know very little people at my school. Even having graduated, I still don't know a lot of people because I don't go. You know, I didn't go to school a lot. Um, and I only took three classes, so I didn't know a lot of my peers. But they were all so supportive. And that just meant the world to me, you know, because I didn't think I would ever, you know, get that support moving right. around everywhere. It was just incredible, and it really touched my heart. It so. made it makes a lot of sense, and you know what? It was it was during the whole competition thing that your manager Michael had even reached out to me and was like, you know what? We're really trying to drum up support around Brianna. She's a new kid in town, but it turns out you didn't need the extra support because the support was already there. Yeah. So that's that's fantastic. It's got to be a really good feeling. It was incredible. And congratulations, I hear you just graduated high school. Yeah! I'm so excited. Nice work. Done. <laughs> now, what do you do now? What's, what's next? Well, I mean, just really pursuing my music is the goal, pursuing music and acting. Well, this summer I was supposed to teach at um, different like music camps um, in Atlanta and California. And I go to California tomorrow, and I'm super excited about that. And, you know, just kind of what I'm doing is I know my parents were not exactly happy about me taking a gap year, uh, but what I plan to do is, you know, just go to California and really just pursue my music and acting really hard. Um, and I made a deal with them, and I was like, look, if nothing happens after you, I promise, you know, I'm gonna reapply to the schools that I was considering going to, and you know, I'll work on my degree. I just want a year to really just focus on that because right. that's all I want to do. Nice. At least if I'm getting a degree in California, I'll be in the area to where Definitely. I still pursue my music and everything. Right. Uh, but for a year, I just really want to focus, focus. on that. Yeah. Focus on auditions. Yep. And <laughs> casting calls. Yes, stuff like that. Awesome. Do you have um, like an in? Do you have like a, a connection or well, I have somebody to help you with those those uh, auditions? Yeah, I have um, agents. I have an agent. I'm with an agency out in California. Okay. And so like they send me auditions now um, to self tape. I have to tape by myself. Um, but it's really just not the same as going in person because it's like, well, now I have to read with my mom and dad, and it's really awkward, especially when there's like a love scene and you have to read it with your parents, you know? So it's like, oh, so <laughs> just like, oh my gosh, just totally tanked yeah. that audition. How long have you been acting? Um, since I was 13. Really? Yeah, it's been, it feels like forever. Well, that's cool. How do, 
into that? Parents kind of put you into that, or? Well, I mean, it started through music. <laughs> They're don't, mocking me. Don't, mind, don't yeah. mind the peanut gallery. <laughs> you know no, the band members are mocking you because they feel ignored right now. <laughs> I'm sure. No, no love for the drummer. Sorry, no guys. Love no love for the get bass my name player. No one even talks to me. <laughs> That's because we mix you out anyways. <laughs> We're just kidding. We love you. So, do you have a big thing? It grew from nothing to something, definitely, on, uh, while being on the show. Um, it's actually really cool because my Twitter and Instagram, I mean, it blew up I'm on Instagram. I think about like 18,000, which is huge for me. I've never even, I never even like expected to have fans. The word fans still weirds me out, but I'm like, that is a thing for me. Right. <laughs> so, it, people drive down here from Chicago. Yeah, that's so them. crazy. I mean, like, these yeah. guys drove down from Chicago today to meet me and give me, gave, like they had a personalized soccer jersey made for me. When I went to Dallas, because um, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, someone had a personalized Dallas Cowboy jersey made for me, and which is crazy, because I mean, number one, those are extremely expensive, right. which is why I do not own one. Right. So now I have a customized one. I mean, it's ridiculous. And you know, I have fans who like are tweeting me, you know, like they're living in, they live in like the Philippines, they live in, um, I've had fans in Brazil, in Germany, France, like pretty much all over the world, which is so totally awesome. Just incredible. I never expected that. It's mind blowing. It really I is. I can only imagine. Yeah, especially like the little fan pages where they like put your face as their icons, you know, on Twitter and Instagram, and you're just like, oh my gosh, that's my right. face. You know, it's, it's not me. <laughs> it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really cool. Right. That's awesome. But all in all, a pretty good experience. Any bad experiences with fans at all? None. None. Awesome. Let's knock on wood. Yeah, I know, yeah. Because <laughs> anything can happen at any time. Everything's been great. <laughs> People crazy! Uh, <laughs> yes, they are. Okay, so you're you're headlining the big Rib Fest tonight. Yes. You are the headliner I'm of so this excited. festival. And I think it's a pretty highly anticipated show. I mean, there's tons of people that are already here, mm -hmm. and that lawn is going to be packed for you. I am so excited. Yeah. Our first show together as a band. I was, you know what? So and I was gonna go around. Good show. I lied. Good show. Good show. Good show. It's our Good show. show. I lied. Oh my gosh. I can't remember. No. Okay. The first gig that we had together, I sounded very not up to par. Nope. So you know, it's really weird. So you just like, yeah. played around St. Louis for the past couple years. Um, we've played some pretty cool shows. Um, I've seen you guys live. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Where did you see us? I saw you guys play at Lush. 
Oh, yeah. And uh, I believe it was the night that you opened for the Madison Letter, yeah. basically. Yeah, that and was uh, last approached, September. I even approached your lead singer. Yes. Yeah. Andrew Davenport. Gave him, gave him a card and uh, went back and forth and emailed yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we, we've played at, you know, the pageant a couple times. Um, done a lot around here and recorded, getting ready to put a, an EP out. So that'll, that'll be exciting. I have a degree from music from uh, Lindenwood University out here in St. Charles um, with a bass, studied jazz and stuff. And I play with a lot of different jazz groups around town, a lot of wedding gigs, a lot of, you know, things like that. Did you happen to see um, Robert De Niro did a speech at college graduation? Do you see where I'm going with this? Oh, I saw you smiling. No, no. I'm, I'm laughing at Robert De Niro at college graduation. I want to say it was NYU. He spoke at a graduation, and he was like, it was like a college of arts. Yeah. And he was like, graduates, you are effed. <laughs> but he said, I mean, he said it, you know, he said that he dropped the F-bomb because anyone with a degree in art, basically, is effed. It's like, you'll never make any money, you know, you're just... Oh, right, right, yeah. Harsh. That made national Harsh. news. That was kind of funny. When you said you got a degree in, yeah. I was thinking, oh, Robert De Niro. <laughs> I got your back. I don't know to make any money. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's good to know. Right. Right. So you have your EP coming out. Uh-huh. Very cool. And you're staying busy. You're just doing yeah. music. Yep. Anything on the side? Any, any boring big boy jobs? Uh, I teach music as well. I've been teaching. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I've been teaching music for the past five years. I teach bass, piano, guitar, drums. I've taught banjo before. That was fun. <laughs> I've, uh, that's awesome. I that, that was the song I taught. Uh, <laughs> and I've had many different musical ventures. And so Super this, cool. this latest one with Bree is pretty fun. Cameron, Cameron Baker, what do you yes. tell me? Tell me a little yes. bit about your musical background. <laughs> well, um, my parents have been in music since they were probably my age, which I'm I'm 24, but so they that's pretty long time for them. I mean, <laughs> uh, so like nice. they, I know I'm so nice to my parents, <laughs> where people are gonna hear all about it. Uh, but you know they used to travel around the United States doing choir things, and you know they went to school for music and. Different stuff like that. Um, Did they make money? Um, probably, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm probably kidding. not like that. No. <laughs> but uh, so I ended up getting into music really young. Uh, so music's been a part of my life since I was probably You're since born. I yeah probably since I was born Definitely. since I could walk. Um, but you know I really I really got into it when I started getting older. But I've been in a bunch of local bands around here. Uh, my main one I was in, it was actually a metal band called Selden. You know, that's kind of where I really got my start, because that, that happened in high school, and then from there I played a lot of churches around, do different freelance things like playing for Brianna. And, right. Uh, pretty good I've, gig. Yeah, pretty good gig. It's been fun. Awesome. I enjoy it. Very good. Thanks. All the time. Don't even cry. Garden. Hello. Tell me a little bit about you. Um. Well, I started. I sung all my life. Um. My parents weren't really into singing. Um. My sister got me started. Um. She would walk around the house with the headphones in her ears and singing at the top of her lungs. And so I copied her, of course, and got really into it. And then. It wasn't until a year ago, it'll be a year in June, that uh, 
my friend Mariah Broker, I was like, hey, do you mind teach me how to play guitar? She's like, I wouldn't have the patience, but people at Rhythm Music would be able to. And I was like, okay, cool. So then I came up here and started voice lessons and then artist development classes. And not even a year later, they asked me to do background vocals for Brianna. And I was oh my. Like, stoked. You think? I was, yes. Wow. It's the funnest thing. Heck yeah. So I, I've never really, um, performed a lot. I've only performed twice before this one tonight. Oh, she's awesome. And it's it's been Just so natural. Fun. Yeah, I guess. That's terrifying <laughs> to me. They say it'd be good. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say you say it again. <laughs> right. And Doug, I think we all know yeah, a little bit about yeah, you. Nobody, nobody knows. Yeah. Knows. We, have, we have, you know what, there, we have Doug, we have some things written in the history books, you know, when we still had print. Yeah. You know, I'll <laughs> snap. It's yeah. on a stone tablet. Yes. Uh, it's, 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 it's on a couple of cave walls. <laughs> right. So, so people can look at the grandpa of the group. If you watch the first season of the Flintstones, <laughs> you might see something. Yeah. <laughs> the first season, even. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, you might, well, you might see my, my uh, grandson, Fred Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Flintstone is really old, <laughs> and I'm he's saying that he's my like, grandson. Uh, see, I've never seen so him like twice. <laughs> even older. I understand. <laughs> I got the joke. She, I usually it, never get those notes. Yeah. Since Brianna's he's, the baby, she gets like these kids of with, yeah, with their Netflix the cartoons. They don't. <laughs> they don't understand Saturday morning. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? You guys know what Uncle Grandpa is, right? My students. My students tell me about that all the Isn't time. It's a like, real cartoon. It is a real cartoon. Okay. Cool That's a bit weird. All right. Yeah. So Doug, um, yeah. Doug, you're still with Odds Lane, right? Still doing yes. the Odds Lane thing. I am. All right. And um, anything else? Uh, I'm playing with this uh, girl. She was on The Voice. Yeah. It's a pretty, uh, pretty big gig for you. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> Should be pretty cool. I think there's a podcast or something with her on it yeah. coming out soon. You can learn a little bit more about her. You think so? I think so. You know, I'm, I'm going to tweet that yeah. when it comes out. You think so? Yeah. She was on what? What was it now? The Voice. The what? The vo- oh. Vo- yeah. The Voice. The Voice. The Voice. It's a TV show. Okay. They have those now. Was that on, like, is that primetime TV? Uh, yes, I believe it is on the National Broadcasting Company. Which channel. would be channel NBC? The ABC? No, the, the ABC? National Broadcasting Company. Oh, the, the NBC. The N- oh my gosh, I'm totally yes. wasting time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that has um, the, the, the show. Peacock. The, yes, the Peacock. Alright. Alright. Let's wrap. Okay. W-R-A-P. Let's take this. Let's take this. It's R-A-P this session. You gonna wrap it? Wrap it up. I'll take it. it. <laughs> nice harmonies. <laughs> oh, Brianna, thank you. You're a doll. Thank you. This was fun. It was a blast. It was fun. Thank, thank you, Nick. Twitter, Instagram, all that jazz, and follow her. Keep up with her because she's a busy girl. Lots on the horizon. Yay. All right, thanks.
special thanks to Brianna, her band, her managers, Michael and Tammy Scott from Rhythm Artist Management, producer Doug and producer Sam. You can find Brianna on Facebook, Twitter, and on her website, briannasalasmusic.com. Until next time, see ya.